Welcome to Private Banking Strategies Podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks, your secret weapon to protect your assets and never have to start over financially again. Vance and Seth help high net worth individuals, families, business owners, and investors structure an asset-protected, tax-free fortress for their families. Learn how to keep what you earn and use the velocity of money to create your own private banking system. Join us on this journey as we explore the secret strategies of the rich and political elite and help you take total control of your financial security. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Private Banking Strategies with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks. Vance, what's going on, my man? Oh, it's a pleasure to be here, Eric. It's uh, so great to be able to wake up <laughs> yeah, and enjoy uh, life right now. Weather's pretty good, so we're, we're we're doing pretty good. We don't like some of the current news that are, is going on, but we're doing great. Yeah, but even with the current news... Um, the nice thing is that, that, you know, using the strategy, people are protected. Seth, I think you'd agree with that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm excited to bring uh, some 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 cool content today to folks and and help them uh, create family wealth. Yeah. All right. And, and this is uh, today's podcast. You sent me a few notes anticipating a windfall and that uh, from what I'm seeing on the news, that's happening more and more because, well, people with retirement accounts are dying faster and faster. I mean, let's just face it. I mean, there's the, the boomer generation. They were retiring years ago. They were retiring 10,000 people a day and the death rate. It's, you know, when you have a larger population that kind of goes up and so more money's being passed on. Oh, you're so right. So that's our topic today. We want to be able to get into and anticipate. And I like to take a lot of my notes from my mentor, R. Nelson Nash. And he has a lot of his notes he's written down. And one of them is, was called Anticipating Wealth. And it goes to the subject of where does wealth reside? So if we're going to talk about that, let's just open this up uh, and get a few comments from each of us. You know, where's the safest place right now to put money today? That's a bad question, Vance. <laughs> That's why you, I'm asking. I it. know it is. And, and, but the thing <laughs> is, is that for listeners, if you haven't listened to it, a, a, quite a few podcasts ago, the, the guys did a, a podcast on bank failing because of S, SVB. So it, it is a tough question. And that was a eye-opening podcast to say the least. And I think a lot of people had eye-opening experiences, multiple banks failing. So we're safe places. I'm not going to say mattress because I know that's still not right. Yeah, that's still not right. Okay. <laughs> but there are some some places that we think are some some hedging that that we possibly can do. Seth, tell us kind of some things that we can do with our money because what's happening and with, this is why we want to address this. People are scared and so they're bailing. They're selling houses, they're selling businesses, they're 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 taking what money they can. They're they're pulling their retirement accounts out and is this going to be a mistake? It might be if they don't have a good, safe place to put it. Yeah, it's keeping what you make. I mean, earning uh, valuable wealth is the first part of the equation, but actually keeping it under your control, keeping it in your family legacy 
is is the second uh, part of the equation. And that's one of the things we like to help people do, Eric, as you know, is help them keep the wealth that they create. And one of the ways we do that is through a specifically designed, specially tailored banking contract through whole life insurance. And that obviously uh, is to us one of the most asset protected, safest places on earth to keep to keep wealth. Um, so that's that's a fundamental cornerstone of of keeping what you earn. You know, I I agree with that a hundred percent. But here's if I'm honest with myself and everybody else, my whole life. When I would hear about whole life insurance and, you know, its purposes and everything, I would think, no, that can't be right. That can't be right. And then if you want to hear my story in conversion, so to speak, you can get our book. Seth will tell you about that a little bit later. But there's a reason that this contract that Seth just mentioned has stood the test of time. It was created before our country was a country, and it has survived all the way up through today. So no matter what people say or how they talk, if they talk about against <clears throat> this type of strategy, they don't know what they're talking about. They don't have a clue. And this is all about what I guess what banks really don't want us to know is, is their secrets, but it's not a secret. This is how our country became strong and healthy. And it's all about where you keep your windfalls. Where do you keep the money so you don't lose it? And he mentioned these uh, life insurance contracts. Well, when's the best time to start one of these contracts, Eric? Yesterday. Yeah, that would be the latest. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, the reason we laugh and we say this is because it's critical. We show people how money doubles has nothing to do with interest rates, it has everything to do with volume and velocity. This is how money's made. But banks have successfully taught all of us that we should chase interest rates so that it throws us off the track of how money and wealth accumulates money has to move in order to be of any value. If you have accounts and the money is not moving for you, that money is asleep. Mm -hmm. This includes your stocks, your bonds, your mutual funds, your IRAs, your 401ks, everything else. All that money in those accounts under your name are not working for you. Now, that is a bold statement, but is 100% factual and true where the banks say, yeah, it's working for you. These guys are taking your money and they're putting it to work for you. Well, they are doing it, which means risk. If I'm not mistaken, <laughs> I know I'm not. It generates a lot of risk and risk of loss. You don't have to risk your money to double it. Okay. Uh, well, I, I say that once you discover who that real person is in the mirror looking back at you, and you come to terms and set up the proper arrangement in your in your family, your household, or whatever, then you will come to realize how money can flow once it gets in under your control, and you never have to um, look backwards. You'll, you'll always go forward and get multiple touches. We describe all this stuff, folks, 
in some of our prior podcasts. Well, let's talk how we create windfalls. One of the things we're also dealing with, Seth, are uh, um, crypto people. And when crypto comes in, they usually have huge windfalls. What's the problem with waiting and getting these type of contracts? Well, you can't place all, all of the money. Let's say you have a $5 million or $10 million liquidation in cryptocurrency sell. You can't dump all that into your private banking contract and your private banking vault in, in one fell swoop. You need to have a structured plan so that you don't cross the MEC line. MEC line is a modified endowment contract rules, and that's where you enter into the taxation realm where you're not exempted by Internal Revenue Code 7702. And we want to make sure that you keep that protection in most circumstances. And therefore, you need to be able to uh, structure in the payments over a period of time, call it four years, five years, or uh, some structured time frame that you have carefully thought through, thereby you're not you're, the income that you've got inside your your banking contracts don't have any taxable events in or out. It all grows and compounds tax free year after year, and that's where you've got that safe wealth that begins to pick up speed and build a snowball. Now, how do you how do you do that? How do you start now, and then so when that windfall comes, and whether it's a crypto sell or the sell of a business or winning the lottery, whatever the case may be that brings in a lump sum of money. It's the same type of equation. How do you plan for that now and implement it later? Okay, and that's that's the whole structure here of what we're trying to turn a few lights on for people today. We always have to prepare for the future because it's unknown. And many times we all come into some form of windfall, whether it's selling a house or a product, a card, cashing in some gold and silver or whatever else. You know, an uncle dies, a parent dies, leaves us a little bit of an inheritance. We get that money. And because we have not prepared, the banks are going to take that money from us. And on the average, within six months. People who don't plan ahead lose that money quickly because they think they need to use it. They think they need to spend it. They got on with their life totally up to this point. <laughs> but now that the money's here, oh, we have to do this, we have to do that, because nobody wants to waste money. Oh, heaven forbid. So our brains will work overtime. It's called Parkinson's Law, folks. If you don't know what that is, you need to go into our website and learn the definition of what Parkinson's law is <clears throat> so that uh, we can defeat that all the time. Anyway, what we're talking about here is how do we set it up now today? Here's a great opportunity. Uh, a lot of our people set up policies and they're full. And right now, all Vance's policies, which are numerous, are completely full. And it's because I'm having a hard time putting the money to work. So, for another windfall for me to come in, I'm going to be in the same boat with everybody else. So I need to put money to work. And the best way for me to do that, I'm going to tell everybody, and it's the same thing for you. It doesn't matter how many zeros are behind it, is that you start a policy now. 
one where you can put as the maximum amount of money that you possibly can into, even if it's for just three or four years worth of annualized premium, then you turn around and let the policy pay its own premiums for the next 10, 14 years. That's going to create a sizable loan inside that policy. Now, that policy loan is 100% completely collateralized by your cash value. There's at least that much in your cash value. So it's not a liability that you end up having to pay. It creates an opportunity for you to dump money in. So if I were going to put in $100,000 of my premium on this policy, well, there's 100000 for a lot of people, a lot of listeners, maybe it's only ten, maybe it's only five thousand. It doesn't matter. It works the same. But if I use a hundred, everybody can do their own zeros. And I do it for let's say four years. I've put four hundred thousand dollars in there. And then I borrow the premium for the next ten years. So I'm fourteen years out. With interest and everything else, I now have over a million-dollar loan. And at the end of 14 years or whatever else, I'm going to sell my business and retire. I'm getting close to retirement age. I'm going to sell my company. And I'm going to pocket, after all said and done, at least a million dollars. Where do I put that money? Oh, Seth, I put that in somebody else's bank, right? No. (laughs) and let them make all the profit from then on on it. No, you've got a place in your own system to be able to do that. Here's another one. here's, Here's a more typical opportunity and example. Mom, we had to put in the, um, retirement home. It's the only place we could, uh, we could work it out. We couldn't have her in any of our houses and this retirement place, uh, for her to feel comfortable, $5,000 a month. So last year she died, which freed up annually $60,000. That's a $60,000 windfall. Where can you put that money? Now I can put that $60,000 toward the loans I have outstanding in these policies. See, everybody feels like like on regular loans, when you borrow money, you have to pay it back. Folks, you want to pay it back, you know, with interest because you want the money back, but you should have it out working for you. And if I've got to spend money and help my mother out, you know, live her last days more comfortably, then that's what the money in those policies are for. We can go on and on with the opportunity once you have uh, established and accumulated money inside these contracts. The problem is they always, Seth and and Eric, you both agree with me that they fill up way too fast. You just said, Eric, that, hey, my policy's full. I had to have all this money over here. Now I'm worried because the banks are failing. Every time that occurs, Nelson says, start another contract. Put the money over there. Borrow from the other contract to pay the premium if you have to, because pretty soon that windfall, that adjustment's going to come in and it's going to take care of itself. When I did, I did almost simultaneously 10 contracts on all my grandkids. 
anywhere from, I think the average was $5,000 a piece. Well, I did a laddering effect. I paid full premium on, on the first one, borrowed the money to pay the next one, and all the way down and kept doing that. And it took eight years, a little more than eight years before the first windfall came in. I filled them all up and they had to get another policy. <laughs> mm. So it, it doesn't take very long if you and the guy in the mirror or the lady in the mirror account to each other. You cannot steal from yourself. You can't take the money and say, this money is worthless. I'm going to now get rid of it by buying that item. You have to start completely from scratch, and the bank wins because the bank is going to end up with that money. You produced it, blood, sweat, and tears. When we spend a dollar, most people think, and it's false, that I've got to go earn another dollar to replace a dollar that I spend. We can prove to you all day long that if you're an employee and work for someone else, it's going to cost you at least $2. If you're self-employed, it could be more than $10, 10 to 1, with every dollar you spend inside your home. Because you've got to go to work, you've got to spend hours, you've got to spend resources to produce that money, then you got to pay it everybody else along the way. Your employer, if he's any good at all, he'll make three times what he's paying you, three to 10 times in profitability by hiring you, uh, then he's going to pay you. He's going to pay you as little as he can get away with. So you're producing for everyone else every time you have to go earn more money. So, self, there's two ways that money works. Do you remember those? Am I setting you up here to, to answer that correctly as far as, you know, there's two ways that money works, do you know? Yeah, for you or against you. <laughs> yeah. Now, you either work for money or you have your money working for you. It's critical every single month you put more of your take-home money working for you. This is where everybody goes wrong. You know, a lifetime, 10 years, 20 years. Well, how much money did you have you got working for you? Zero. Are you ever going to start? Are you always going to be a slave to the system? Do you see yourself in that story? Do you feel like you are generating a lot of revenue but are not moving forward as fast as you would like? Are you ready for help? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. So wealth doesn't just automatically happen. Windfalls, yeah, they'll come in, but you will lose a windfall faster than you have lost any of your other money if you're not prepared for it. I have seen this almost every single time with errors. People who inherit death benefits from policies, the accounts from their parents, right out of the blue. We could spend hours telling you horror stories. It literally 
ruins people's lives most of the time and it puts them in debt higher than they've ever been in debt. And then they run out of the money and whatever else. Let's not be that way. Let's understand how to control wealth, where it should reside, how you can always use it, how you can always put it back. You need to understand these type of contracts. What's the warning here, Seth, on what type of contracts they should get? Well, it has to be a carefully structured whole life insurance contracts that that don't put place any of the risk upon uh, you, unlike uh, index universal life or other things that are tied to the market, uh, which do place the risk. They shift the risk and have inherent problems which don't serve banking purposes. Exactly, exactly. So don't get sold a bill of goods. There's a lot of these banking policy, I call it uh, over the internet, pornography. People who want to sell you a product, but not help install a strategy and system in your life. Here's the product. Oh, yeah, it'll do for banking. And they're gone because all they wanted was, you know, the commission and they're gone. So be really careful. There's only one type of contract that is ironclad and guaranteed. The rest of them put the risk on you. Eric, I'm going to go back to the question. Why do you think they should start one of these contracts yesterday? I mean, well, you've said it so many times in this podcast, the sooner you start, the better off you are. The, the, the faster it grows, the more opportunity you have. I mean, the, the list goes on and on. It, it really does. But what I need to tell people, it doesn't matter what time you start, you have to start now. Because if you miss one doubling, you will lose half of the value of what you could have at retirement when you're ready to spend money. You only have to lose one doubling and half of it's gone. So it's critical that we understand this. Okay, don't procrastinate what you should be doing just because we're tired today. You know, work was lousy. You know, a boss yelled at us. You know, we got in a wreck or whatever else. Do a little bit of self-planning. People consciously decide not to do what it takes to be wealthy. And they choose not to do it mentally. Number one is never ever spending principal. And most people who hear this statement look at each other and said, that has got to be an impossible statement. What's principal? It's the money you bring home into the family. It's your take-home paycheck. Well, I have to spend it to live. No, you don't. Okay? The banks always get the money back. So what would happen if you put the money in your bank and you own the bank, the guy in the mayor could spend the money and your bank would get the monthly expenses back. There's no smoke and mirrors here, folks. Happens every day, all day. <laughs> we don't, we're, we're not even around anymore when we teach people how to set their own system up and be able to do this. But you have to put some things into your your family, your your personal lives that you don't have right now. It's not and hard. It's not rocket science. I wanted just to uh, 
give a quick refresher on the doubling concept, you guys. We did a, a podcast, uh, it's episode 41, What Can You Do With the College Tuition? Building a Bank for Future Generations. And in that show, we talked about an illustration, which the resource is available. It's called it's a resource illustration in the links. And it's a $20,000 a year premium that is taken out on a uh, high school graduate, someone going into college, and a $20,000 annual premium for those four years. And when you actually, the doubling concept is illustrated in the net cash value column in that resource at uh, that person's uh, 20 years later, they're at about a quarter of a million dollars in cash value. And then skip ahead to a decade after that at year 47 of their life, it has doubled to 500,000. Skip ahead to uh, the uh, year 57 of the person's life. And now the cash value is 1.13 million. So it's more than doubling. Then skip ahead another 10 years, another decade, and now the cash value is $2.34 million. And then just for kicks and giggles, one more, skip ahead another 10 years uh, to when year 77, and there's over $3 million in cash value. And they've actually started to take out $150,000 a year in tax-free retirement income. So you can see the sooner that you start, the quicker that that effect goes into motion, that doubling effect, that compounding parabolic growth. And then we we have an, another episode that's coming out where we even take it back to newborns. And when you start putting policies on children when you first have them or grandchildren, if you're a grandparent, and just the uh, amazing waterfall effect that that can have uh, with very small premiums. That's oh, it's so true. It's just, folks, we need to understand that our lives are influenced by what we let into our brains, the shows we watch, the things we listen to, our friends that we associate with. Most of it's herd mentality. The people who are successful with money don't do anything of the herd mentality. They not only don't do what the herd mentality does, they do just the opposite. It's 180 degrees. In Nelson Nash's book, which we recommend everybody get, Becoming Your Own Banker, he talks about it's not so much what we don't know about money that hurts us, but it's all about what we think we know about money that's incorrect. We'll literally stop us dead. So, folks, we encourage you. There's a lot of things facing us now. With the news out there, with banks, with the sudden death syndromes uh, because of um, vaccinations and stuff. Um, Some of these things may change on us in the future. Every time they want to make a change, it's normally not for the better. I think everybody would agree with that. It usually takes us further back. But even today with the contracts we have today, they are absolute winners. The client always wins, takes all the risk away, except the guy looking back at you in the mirror. If that guy is dishonest and going to steal from you, no business on earth can prosper that way. But if you can, you know, square that, if he'll pay his bill, if he'll pay his payments on time, 
The only change in this whole strategy, folks, is so darn easy. Everybody has to make their payments to live. What if we just change who you make the payment to? If you had the choice of paying a company that you owned or GMAC, for instance, for your car, wouldn't you rather pay your company and make the profits? And Seth, isn't there another lesson on financing vehicles over a lifetime? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've we've got episodes that talk about how to put uh, your auto purchases, financing them through your own bank, how, how to make that work for you, how to make business cash flow work for you. Those are in some of the first episodes, episodes uh, five, six, um, uh, eight, nine. So there's a lot of valuable content there that no matter where you're at on the scale of wealth, whether you're just starting out and you, you know, uh, or whether you've got a, a lot of zeros and commas in your wealth, there, these strategies work for, for everybody. So, Eric, that's kind of our, our message today that we want to get out there. Um, all right. Have we tied up all the loose ends, or is there anything else uh, that we've left hanging that you can think of? No, the last thing is really getting your contact inf information to the audience again so they can reach out and ask questions. You can find us at privatebankingstrategies.com. That's privatebankingstrategies.com. And uh, the podcasts that I'm referencing there are all in the private banking resources dropdown. But also you'll get the an offer for a free book that we like to call What the Banks Don't Want You to Know. It's a red pill book that exposes a lot of the fallacies with centralized banking and the Fed Reserve and shows you uh, things that you may not have seen before and shine some light in some dark places. If you if you like that content and you like the podcast, the next step is to schedule an exploratory call with Vance, where he walks you through uh, how this system can work for you, how you can implement it in your own life, and you actually develop an eight-year roadmap that gives you a step-by-step -step roadmap and how to implement it into your life. Fantastic. Gentlemen, thank you so much again for your time. Thanks, Eric. Been a pleasure, Eric. You bet. And our last thank you, of course, goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Private Banking Strategies podcast with Vance Lowe and Seth Hicks. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Vance and Seth come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And we humbly ask that you share this podcast, rate it, and leave a review, as this actually does help others find the show. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Private Banking Strategies, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Did that story feel like it was about you? Do you feel you should be making more progress toward your financial goals? Do you feel stuck? Let us help you get unstuck. Are you ready to take action and get your own private bank? Please call Private Banking Strategies at 817-200-4777 or visit us at www.privatebankingstrategies.com. Thank you for listening to the Private Banking Strategies podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of private banking strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. 
The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.